Hello and welcome to the Waste of Web Space podcast, episode 25. Starring Jimbo and Fisher. And the title of this podcast today is Nobody Was Injured During the Making of This Podcast. Because, Fisher... Is it health and safety? It's well, health and safety. It's a bit of a health and safety theme, yeah. So I think it's the 28th or 29th, not that. We should really know this, but uh, we don't. It's either the 28th or 29th of April. It's safe day. It's World uh, Safe Day and Health at Work Day. Okay, well, that should be something to look forward to. So we'll talk about that later, but we've got we've taken extreme precautions today. Although this actually is the safety at work and health and all that kind of podcast, it could actually be our most dangerous podcast yet. Why is that? Well, I'll explain later on, but but okay. there is significantly more health and safety risks on this podcast than on any other. And I know you're a little bit worried because um, I arrived at your house today and said, Fisher, um, does your wife have a blindfold? Uh, you did say that, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little bit confused. Yes. Why. That, that was a very unusual introduction. <laughs> but but um, then you said, well, um, do you want handcuffs as well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke I would hasten to add to anyone uh, anyone listening in here. Okay. Um, but it's it's a very interesting one, World Health and Safety uh, Week, and World Health and Safety Day, rather. Um, we say, obviously, no one has been injured during the making of this podcast. We can't actually confirm that yet until we've actually continued in with the podcast, because we don't know quite what is going to happen yet. I suppose not. Such is the nature of it. Um, so do we do we want to um, pour the drinks first? And there's nothing safe about these drinks in particular either. Although, the drink that I've picked is uh, from... Let me have a look. What's it called? The Modrum Brewery, is it? Modrum Brewery? Uh, Mordew Brewery. Mordew, sorry. Have I uh, read that completely wrong? I have. Mordew Brewery. And it's called Worky Ticket. It is. Because uh, I thought it was something to do with health and safety at work or the closest I could possibly find. Yep, it's not a Yorkshire brewery this time. It's uh, based in North Shields. North Shields, yeah, I believe it is anyway, unless that's where the, the printers are based. Um, <laughs> it's just the label. I'm pretty sure they are anyway. North Shields. Do you know where North Shields is? Uh, it's near Newcastle, I believe, isn't it's, it? It's just north of South Shields, funnily enough. Oh, right, okay. I get an awful lot of uh, phone calls from their mysterious um, phone calls, usually from EDF Energy, I'm finding. Got... Which is a little bit annoying. I've had to block the phone number. So sorry anyone in North Shields. Um, I, I, I don't think I've blocked the whole of North Shields. So if anyone else tries to phone from North Shields, maybe just to congratulate us on how great this podcast is. I don't. I think you still will be able to get through. I might have only just blocked um, EDF Energy. I think that's that's the only people I've actually blocked. Anyway, uh, shall we get on with the show? We shall. And I think um, the first thing we're going to do is make our apology of the week. Um, and the, the week we're going, the thing we're going to apologise today is because I did mention that this this podcast is um, is probably the most health and the, the one with the most risks in terms of health and safety, even though it is a health and safety themed podcast. Um, that's not what I'm apologising for. For she, you shouldn't get hurt, but I will apologise next week if you do get hurt. Okay. And um, what I'm going to apologise for—that's if I'm still around next week, depending yeah. on how bad they get injured. <laughs> what I'm going to apologise for is the name of a game we are playing later on today called Sniff Uranus. That's right, what I'll okay. be apologising for. We'll we'll leave it there. Uh, Fisher's looking even more worried now, especially saying saying that I, you know, I requested to get a blindfold sorted for today's podcast. Yep. Um, but I think we'll just leave it there and we'll move swiftly on. Hey, 
And you might remember uh, that last week, this is about the joke we should have done last week. You might remember we were talking about the Russian bear um, at the football match that handed over... Yeah, the, football, the match ball. The yeah. match ball in front of thousands and thousands of fans. And I think animal rights compa- uh, com- campaigners are a little bit upset by that because it's a performing bear and that's not really encouraged these days. Um, I did watch a lot the of bears f- out of work now, yeah. though. Well, yeah, I did watch the footage. Did you actually see it? Yeah, I did, yeah. yeah I'd, I'd, I'd not seen it. and I saw it just literally after the podcast. Mm. And it was quite, yeah, it did do quite a good job. It did a great job. It did a very good job. Mm. Um, perhaps it might be doing the half time draw next time. I, I think. I don't want to. I don't want to push this fella too much. But next year's halftime show at the Super Bowl, he could. He could do that. He could absolutely <laughs> boss it. So if, we, you remember Katy Perry with that shark with a weird flapping fin? Well, that bear was far better than that. Well, we've we've already done a few jokes that we should have done last week just there. But the one that I was the point I was going to make out uh, point out is that I was was quite you know because of all the stuff going on with Russia and Syria and you know people saying is it going to be World War Three and all that and I was a little bit worried that well Russia have got bears haven't they you know they have. And, uh, you know, as well as weapons and stuff, they've got bears that can hand over footballs at football matches. But I was thinking, perhaps, we don't need to worry, because they might have got bears, but we've got bear grills. Of course. And he drinks his own piss and everything. Yeah, doesn't they can cut off our water supply. As a nation, we can carry on with water just via what Bear Grylls is pissing out. It could keep us going for years, actually, I think. <laughs> exactly. So there's your joke we should have done last week. Time to look at what's been going on in the news. Jimbo, yeah. we've had a baby. Uh, we, we have. We're very pleased to announce that we've had it. Not, not us, obviously. As a nation, we have had a royal baby. <laughs> He's now fit in line to the throne. And you know what? I don't know what his name is. No one knows what his <laughs> name is. He's just called... I saw on Wikipedia him referred to as Prince, brackets, name not yet decided. I know. I mean, it's quite a long time to go without a name, isn't it? Yeah. I did like a newspaper article, uh, a sort of headline I saw the other day. It said... It said, royal baby, and then next to it, mother's under too much pressure these days. As if the royal baby had already started commenting in the press yeah. um, at the age of a few days old. But I think it was it was under, what, what the, the headline was meant there was that it's under the, um, the royal baby brackets of discussion, I suppose, is what it meant. Rather than the royal baby actually making uh, comments. It's not like the royal baby's going to appear on Loose Women anytime soon. Yeah, I, I always think that if I was going to, say for example, you know you got these... Um, places and you've got a toilet cubicle and it's literally there's one cubicle and then when you've got the next person goes in i would love one day to have prince charles stood behind me in the queue and then i'd go to the toilet and then as i walk out i'd say to prince charles hey look charles you're next in line to the throne <laughs> this this royal baby is, is it fifth in line to the he's, throne he's fifth in line every to the time throne. a baby's born it means prince harry gets knocked down the pecking order doesn't it i know um, um uh, do you know I, who i think is very well i was going to say he's very lucky that's not perhaps not quite right the phrase uh, the right phrase because it's only correct now that uh princess charlotte remains fourth in line to the throne yeah had david cameron not changed the laws um a few years ago she would have dropped down to being fifth in line to the throne wow was it under david i, did, I didn't know it was that recent that the uh, law was changed yeah, um yeah. wow Interesting. So, one good thing that David Cameron's done. Yes. The, the, <laughs> at last, he did something good. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, what else are we going to talk about? Um, have, we, we, have we finished with the Royal Baby? Does anyone else do you want to keep talking about the Royal Baby? Anything more you want to say? Don't know. Any suggestions on names? Um, Jimbo, Fisher, maybe those uh, those ones could be all right. Possibly, yeah. Um, two brilliant podcast hosts. Yeah. 
Um, well, what about if they like said something like we didn't mention the royal family in the other week? I don't, I, we said that they'd that, that it was down to the royal family that marathons were as long as they were, weren't it? Yeah. So. Do you think? Do you think the birth was something of a marathon? <laughs> it, I don't think she was though, because she went into hospital to, hospital on was it Monday morning, and baby announced by the afternoon. So oh, they go a, nice and easy. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I don't, I'm not sure it was quite like that. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm led to believe giving birth is a very difficult task. So uh, well done to anyone who's well, done I, it. I've been through it myself, um, not personally, obviously, um, but I've, 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 I've been part of the whole situation. That disgusts me. <laughs> Hopefully with your child, yes. Yeah, of course, and your yeah. wife, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, what are we going to talk about next? Should we get away from pregnancy? and? Uh... Yeah, let's talk about Windrush instead, which may, <laughs> which sounds like it may be linked into pregnancy. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what, that, that can occur. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Windrush generation. Um, it turns out that we've got a lot of people living in here, in, in this country. Not in, your, in, your, in your bedroom? Not in, not, in our, not in this back bedroom, or front bedroom, rather. Um, there's a lot of people living in this country who used to have documents saying that they were allowed to live here legally. And you know what we did? We destroyed them. Oh dear! Uh, the documents, not the people. I who, to ask. who destroyed them? That's the thing, isn't it? There's, uh, a, bit, there's a lot of commotion over who did that, isn't there? That's that's what's a bit uncertain. Who who decided? Who took the decision to destroy them, and who ultimately destroyed them? Then have we got a backup of the stuff that was destroyed? Have we got the copies? And it's a bit of a mess, really. Uh, Theresa May has come out and said that she's certain she's going to get all the right paperwork in place for when we deport them. Uh, no, am I joking? Um, <laughs> uh, but it's a bit of a sad situation, isn't it? We we ask people to come over here. We bring them in on the on the wind rush. And then we decide that actually we're going to chuck your paperwork away and you're not allowed to live here anymore. Because they came post-war, didn't they? They did um, to actually. help rebuild the country and to settle and to have jobs and to you know and and now it's got round. It's got it's got to fifty years later, more than that, sixty years later. Yeah, I think it's about 1948 they came over. Yeah. Do you know the interesting thing about the actual ship, the Windrush? Okay. Oh, is that is that what it's named after? Uh, yeah. So the ship they came on was called um, was called the Windrush. I think it got a slightly better title than that, but partly mm. the word Windrush was in the name. Um, and it was a Nazi ship originally. Right, okay. Uh, and we basically, in typical British fashion, took after it. the war, we just took it. Yeah, we yeah. claimed it. Yeah. Painted was, over the swashkiskas. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. I'm surprised it didn't end up in the British Museum, actually, with that kind <laughs> of uh, our, our attitude for doing things like that. I suppose if they think about it, they could have probably turned the swashtika into a flag, if you think about the shape of it. They could have like drawn a square around the edge of it. I'm and sh- then coloured it in. I'm sure a skilled artist could have made that into a skull and crossbone, surely. Um, actually, talking about swastikas, did you see uh, Lord Sugar today? Uh, there was a spoof um, news article where it said that Taylor Swift had got a swastika tattooed on her face, which was a joke. All oh, right, he didn't fall for it, did he? Uh, yeah, he did. He kind of oh. and sinker said, I don't understand why she's done this. Is this some kind of political point she's making? And he seemed to think it was actually a genuine news story. Anyway, but there we go. Yeah, I can't see it being ta- something Taylor Swift would do. I mean, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Taylor Swift or her music, but I I'm, think she's supposed to be a bit nicer than that, isn't she? Yeah, I'm fairly sure she's not a member of the Nazi party. <laughs> That's it, there um, it, it's, it's not. I've, I mean, I've got written down next um, the voice of a poo to stand down. I'm guessing that's talking about the Simpsons. That's nothing to do with Windrush, is it? Uh, it's, it, it isn't. Once again, it isn't. No. Um, it is apparently the person who plays a poo in The Simpsons, uh, Hank Azrael. Okay. Uh, he appeared in, I think he played the character of David in Friends, the one who Phoebe, um, the scientist who Phoebe was going out with at one point. Right, okay. Uh, that's the actor in question. And he plays an Indian uh, character, Apuna Hassapasam, him Patalon. And You've practiced that. Uh, yes, yeah, uh, that, I believe that's the name of the character he plays. And he's come out and he's I said f- that. Carry on. Uh, well, people have said that it's quite stereotypical that he puts on yeah. an accent. So he said that he's not going to play the voice of a poo anymore. Well, he said, well, actually, I think what he said was, I'm not going to play the voice of a poo anymore. <laughs> well, that's the end of this week's is podcast. That, is is uh, that actually happening? Or is, he, is he standing down? Or is he said he will stand down? I think down, he said he will stand down. I think there was a documentary made um, 
about it, saying that it was a bit offensive that effectively it's got a white man putting on the Indian accent. Why don't they just have an Indian person playing him? And he sort of said, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. You know, there are plenty of Indian actors that could do that. So he, he may offer to uh, stand down and let someone else do it. Fair play to him. I suppose that's a nice thing to say. Um, also, um, Liverpool, we need to talk about... We're going on to sport a little bit. We need to talk about Liverpool. Um, they're just... They're, they're, they're going to do it again, aren't they? They're going to become Champions League winners. Euro, um, Euro, European champions again. That's where it's looking. I mean, they've still got some work to do. For a sixth time, it'll be, won't it? And everyone's talking about Mo Salah who, you know, has had an amazing season. And then after all that, last week he ran the London Marathon. Well done to I, him. I think he... Was that... I've got that right? I think you might I think you might be thinking about Mo Farah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. But no, can, can, you imagine, can you imagine how quick he'd be up front, though? I mean, talk about <laughs> the pace of him. Oh, I tell you what, he's got a good engine on him, that striker, hasn't he? I mean, he's just, he won't stop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he keeps yeah, carrying his quad onto the pitch with him and all this sort of stuff. Because we spoke about it last week, didn't we? Um, we spoke about Mo, um, the, the London Marathon. London Marathon. And do, um, do you know what happened when he crossed the uh, finishing line? Uh, they got his time wrong. Oh, uh, who, what? <laughs> there was, a, there was a, for certain finishers, there was a discrepancy. They, get, they gave him two different times. All right, okay. For some reason, they're not quite clocked what the right time was. So they had to go there back was and also a bit of an issue with the bottle, wasn't there? He, he didn't get his bottle quick enough or something uh, like that. Yeah, like uh, a lot of athletes, they have their own very specific drink. Uh, so he has to look out for his bottle. Um, I mean, what a big kid. I mean, honestly, <laughs> does he not know how to share? Can't uh, you just wear one of them backpacks instead and yeah, a straw? a camel pack, yeah. But there was, uh, or some... one of the hats, the first eight hats with the two cans on the side of it. I saw somebody run it dressed as Forrest Gump, which I thought was pretty good. Was he in a suit and with a briefcase and stuff? And... No, he was he was so... dressed as a runner. Right. You know, in the, in the film Forrest Gump, he goes yep. he goes on a massive run. Mm-hmm. Um, he was dressed just like that. and But he'd actually done the whole route in America as well. So right. he ran the actual... Um, fictional or the route that that he, they went in Forrest Gump in Gump, sorry. So the the sort of suggested route what apparently Forrest Gump ran in the film. He did that in America. He's an English bloke as well, mm. and now he's done uh, the London, London Marathon. And I think he, he he recorded that he's got the record for the fastest time by somebody dressed as a film character right, in okay. the London Marathon. So that's a pretty good achievement. Um, yeah, that's a good effort. Uh, well done to anyone who did run the London Marathon. I mentioned, did mention it, I've mentioned it in quite a few weeks, but Henry, uh, one of our listeners and also somebody who provides us with plenty of content uh, for our um, podcast because he's always doing silly things. Um, but anyway, he, he ran the Sheffield Half Marathon, which I mentioned last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I since found out he ra- he actually ran the London Marathon as well. Did he? So he completed the London Marathon. So Do we know his it, time? I think he did it in about five hours or so. Oh, that's terrible. So, yeah. Well, should be embarrassed there, Henry. I'll tell you what, you shouldn't have done it on that day. If you'd have done it like the next day, you'd have won it. Yeah, I mean, it's a hot day though, wasn't it? It was yeah. one of the hottest London marathons recorded, I think. Uh, yeah, I believe the hottest one on record. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure we keep records, that sort of stuff, as to how hot it was. I mean, we've not got anything better to do with your time. Than... I know. I mean, I'd been, I'd, you know, just, just for being fortunate enough to having that, that weather, I'd, I'd been tempted not to run the marathon and just have a lay down and have a bit of sunbathing instead. Yeah, probably better, wouldn't it? Yeah. You could sunbathe for like five hours instead yeah get a bit of sun cream on see, if, see how see how quickly you can get tanned and see if you can get a record for that instead yeah don't suggest that by the way that's not a that it's part of our safety and health at work day i don't yes. suggest anyone if you work trying out to record tan or anything like that if you work outside then make sure you always apply sun cream uh correctly would be my advice um and also it was a euro millions wasn't it it was euro millions that. yeah and there was a jackpot in the uk of, it was about £120 million. Pounds. Something like that. So, that's, well done to whoever won that. I mean, it wasn't well, me, because that's why I'm still sat here. Yeah. Not that I'm getting paid for this, but... Uh, well, we do this for, well, we do this for the pleasure and love of it anyway, so <laughs> even if you were stinking rich, you'd probably still do it. Hopefully. Well, if I was, the microphones would be gold. Yeah. Um, I would be sat on heaps of cash, mm-hmm. probably in a pool doing this podcast. Probably well, that, 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 that wouldn't be very good for health and safety, <laughs> would it? 
with a live microphone in a swimming pool, Jim Bob. I mean, come on, this is a health and safety version. We can't do that. Uh, but yeah, we'd probably have a proper studio as opposed to my front bedroom. But yeah, it's something that we enjoy doing. We, we could have even podcasting in LA or somewhere like that, you know. Yeah. Could have gone 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 abroad. Go global. We we already go global. Don't forget don't forget we're more popular over in America still. Oh yeah. We're we'll going to see our fans. <laughs> uh, but do you know who claimed to have won it? Uh, I saw this. Piers Morgan got up, didn't he, on Good Morning Britain and yeah. uh, pretended he'd won it. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that? Do you think that'd be worth paying, giving Piers Morgan £120 million just if to we not all club see him on TV? If we all club together, not just me and you, obviously, but if we all club together... Have a whip round for it. Um, it, 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 it does, is that suggesting that if Piers Morgan had that much money, he'd, he'd probably just call it a day? Yeah, I mean, what? How many people is in the UK? 60, 70 million? Something like that, yeah. Although, obviously, once Theresa May gets rid of the wind rush, it'll be a little bit less. <laughs> um... But yeah, it's what, two could a person? I think most people would be up for that one. They just yeah, get rid of Piers Morgan. Get rid of him, yeah. Yeah. I think that's about right. That sounds sensible. And then finally, um, from Euro Millions to Pound World. Pound World. <laughs> they're shutting some... Straight st- transition. They're shutting some Pound World stores, Jimbo. A hundred Pound World stores they think are going to close. Right, okay. Um, Who can afford that? Uh, well, that, I mean, how difficult... Surely they've got quite a sound business model <laughs> because they sell stuff for just a pound, so they must know what they're... Sales it's are going down to, be to the decrease me. in the pound and the value of the pound. It could be, yeah. Is it has it claimed its first victim? Because I've been into Poundland, uh, uh, Pound World, Pound World, Pound World on the occasion. Oh, there's two different things. Okay, yes. So I've been into these shops on the occasion and th- found things that are not actually a pound. Uh, yeah, nowadays they sell stuff that's like two quid, don't they? And or five like or ten yeah. even. Yeah. Um, well, th- I think f- for a lot of um, th- the big one really was when some ninety nine p stores converted into pound shops. I mean, because that's Innocently got an extra one percent revenue, hasn't it? Exactly, yeah. And that sort of boosted their income. But for Pound World, what are they going to do? Are they going to like just try, in, a, in an attempt to increase sales, rename themselves One Pound Ten World or something like that? <laughs> try and get a bit more. And I money suppose with. it might have cost them quite a lot of money when rebranding, because I know I, I mean, I'm not I can't exactly remember the Pound World logo, but I certainly know the Pound Land logo mm-hmm. has got a pound on it. So yeah. they would have obviously spent quite a bit of money rebranding because obviously the pound looks pound now coin. completely different yeah i wonder if they could claim anything for that they've ruined their branding i suppose that's a good point yeah if anybody Perhaps that's knows, what's taking them under if any chief execs of pound world are listening yeah um please let us know we'll... no don't let us know get get on get on with running your company <laughs> you're struggling get out there do you think they come on the podcast or do you think they'd want paying do you think they would accept a pound for absolutely anything, <laughs> no matter what you did to them? Yeah, everything is a pound, they do say. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, um, that's I think we've covered just about everything we want to talk about in the news. And now it's time to talk safety and health at work day. Um, so why, why is it not, not called health and safety at work day? That's surely the phrase. Not well, no, I, I thought this as well, but it's called World Safety and Health at Work Day. And, and this year, they, you know all these sort of days that they have, um, these special days to raise awareness of certain things? They try and have different themes each year, so that they're slightly different each year. There's something else to think about. This year, it's focused on young people and ending child labour. Right, OK. So it's not just about being safe at work, but it's making sure that the people who are working are supposed to be working, I suppose. Yep. Um, so it's about ending that. I mean, it's not generally something I believe happens here in the UK too often. Child labour. No, I mean, my mum used to make tidy in bedroom and uh, do a bit of pol- uh, dusting every now and again. But I'd, yeah. I'd probably used to shout, "This is child labour." Well, I think the nearest you get in this country is just Jeremy Corbyn trying to finish the Labour Party. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. It, it, I think that's probably the, one of the key things that we don't realise that in certain other countries there is a lot more issues in terms of health and safety at work. Uh, a lot of poor conditions that people work in uh, that are very unfair. You get young children at times working 
16-hour shifts in rubbish conditions. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it means our clothes are really cheap as a result. Exactly. So, I was just going to say, I like your T-shirt. For yeah, sure, thank you it? very much. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, the serious point, yeah, that's what the, today it's about, or this this particular day has been focused on. Well, being pleased that we get cheap clothes. <laughs> Surely it isn't. It's about raising awareness against the poor conditions people work in. That's what I was trying to get oh. at. But hundred, I'll give you some facts on that as well. So we have done some research on it, some very little research. We've done it uh, because we think it's important to mention. Uh, the 500... Uh, sorry, the five. 541 million young workers between 15 to 24 year olds, uh, which includes 37 million children in hazardous child labour, account for more than 15% of the world's labour force and suffer up to 40% higher rate of non-fatal occupational injuries than adult workers older than 25. Mm. So it's showing that, yeah, those countries that are... Um, that do have child labour and all that kind of thing, they are putting their young people at more risk because yeah. they are more likely to um, be injured at work. Well, yeah, if you're five years old, you're not really know what you're doing. Although, it's, it's by the same token, if you start in a work-based pension at that age, then by the time you get to sort of retirement age, you'll have saved up a lot if you started so young. So, <laughs> Is child labour okay in the early learning centre? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good point. It's only stacking it's, bricks up, isn't it? Yeah. And putting Lego together. Yeah, moving cranes around and stuff, yeah. <laughs> that's, perhaps that's what they're doing, yeah. Probably learning, if anything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Toys R Us are shut down now, so I mean, that'd have been a fantastic place for a, a young child to work. But, yeah. Uh, Product testing, surely. Yeah. Amongst other things. So, uh, yeah. You've got a quiz for us, though. Uh, I have got a quiz for you to do with health and safety. Um, not necessarily just in the workplace, but just in general. A lot of people say, it's health and safety gone mad. Um, Is that going to be the title of your game? Uh, yes. Actually, that, re- that reminds me of, um, before, obviously we've been doing this podcast now for, well, we did it for a while, about five years ago, then we sort of brought it back to life about six months ago. Uh, before that, we've done other stuff as well, haven't we? And can you remember doing your Christmas show? Was it called A Load of Baubles? I do remember A Load of Baubles. Um, was that the one where you did it every, every day for a... Or was it Jimbo's advent calendar? No, that was Jimbo's advent calendar. I've tried yeah. to do one every day for the advent calendar, yeah, you, running into Christmas, obviously. And you made yourself sick at Christmas because you got that worn I, out doing I it. I did, I was yeah. very worn out. Uh, Should have had a rest. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I wrote an episode, I appeared in an episode for you. You did. And the only joke I kept coming on was popping in and saying, oh, hang on, elf and safety. Oh, is that what, well, it, well, is what you were leading to? Yeah. I, I, I thought of that this morning when I was on the train on the way into work. Um, yeah, I mean, that's just one of the many things I do. I mean, I don't know if I've... Mentioned that I do also do a radio show on uh, Penniston FM. Is that uh, 10 till 12 on a Sunday morning? It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just a, a bunch of other things that I do like that as yeah, well. Yeah, what frequency is that on again? 95.7. 95.7 Penniston FM, yeah. I don't think we mention it very I don't think, often. I don't think we mention it enough. I think it's a great programme and it uh, properly deserves its uh, its mention. That's uh, 95.7 Penniston FM between uh, 10 and 12 on a Sunday morning. Jimbo Sunday brunch. Yep. Um, so anyway, I've got, a, I've got a health and safety quiz. Um, so... What were train guards asked to stop doing? Can we just repeat your name of the game? Uh, it's called Elf and Safety Gone Mad. Sorry, Health and Safety Gone Mad. Okay. It's not Christmas themed, then. Not Christmas themed, no. Okay. Uh, so what were train guards asked to stop doing? Were they asked to stop hole-punching used tickets as the hole punch was causing injuries, or they were told to stop helping customers on and off the train? In the event of a passenger struggling, the guards were told to just leave them. So, uh, so as not to potentially injure themselves. I can see this. Uh, I, I think the first one's really funny. And as much as health and safety has gone mad, and it wouldn't surprise me if something like that was, you know, it was banned from punching tickets. I was on. I have been on the train recently, and I'm, I'm pretty sure the odd conductor still does punch tickets. Um, but I think the second one's really believable because they even say things like, don't clean the, st- you know, when it snows, don't sweep the streets outside your house and, mm. you know, scrape all the ice because if somebody slips, it's your fault. So, um, and, and there's all sorts of little daft rules like that. And apparently it's why when police officers, um, 
put people into a car, they have to sort of make sure they don't bang their heads so they can't sue the police. And yeah. There's all sorts of things like that. So I'd probably say the second one um, is the most believable. Uh, and you'd be wrong. Oh. I know just... I've definitely seen hole punching uh, going on. I know some conductors still do it, but on certain train networks there have been strict orders going out saying you must not use a hole punch. How does it cause injuries? Is it catching people in the eye or... I don't know. Well, I, I was, I'm not, I'm not I was think... thinking they might cut themselves, like, but you could catch them in the ice. It's, it's, it's a dangerous thing. T- you know what? I was on the train, and the next <laughs> thing I've got this massive gaping hole in my earlobe, but it's all right because I was on my way to get my ears pierced anyway. <laughs> you should have got the you should have got the train conductors to do it as a service <laughs> on there. Um, well, there we go. So that's uh, that's uh, an unusual one on the trains. Um, so what did graduates at the University of East Anglia, what were they asked to do when graduating? Um, so were they told to wear... A child-sized gown if they were quite short, because too many students were tripping over the long gowns. Or were they told not to throw their hats in the air, as it's dangerous, and the hat can come down and whack someone on the head? I thought that was one that was going to come up, because I don't know if I've heard this happening before. Uh, maybe not just at East Anglia University, is it? Uh, that's what I said. Yeah, I, yeah. I, do, I don't know whether I, I've heard this before a couple of times said about health and safety, not throwing your hats around. So I'm going to go with that one, I think. And you'll be right. Okay, so, um, yeah, I think you did it. I can remember throwing my hat around and it would not being a problem. I didn't even wear a hat at my graduation. We didn't, we didn't do it at our university. You, okay. Listeners may be shocked to find out that both uh, myself and Jimbo have graduated <laughs> from university with a degree. Well, yeah, but at least mine's relevant to the podcast. Well. Media um, and TV production. Yeah, well. We'll branch into TV later. Yeah, accounting and financial management might serve its purpose on the podcast at some <laughs> well, point. Yeah, when when we get rich. Uh, have you have you wrote down how much these beers have cost us and, and this equipment has cost us? Have you been doing it our budgeting for us? It's, it's tax deductible, all this stuff, isn't it? <laughs> um, but anyway, so uh, moving on. Anyway, in 2011, Butlin's Holiday Camp asked people to do what when they were using the little amusement park at the Butlin's? Was it not to crash the Dodgems as it was dangerous and causing injuries? Or was it not to drive for 30 minutes after going on spinning teacups as dizziness may cause you to crash? It's good advice. Um, I don't know whether spinning teacups can make you that dizzy for 30 minutes, though. And the other one was, what, sorry? Don't crash the dodgems. Uh, Dodge oh. in the dodgems. Cause, uh, yeah, well, that, I mean, that technically, they've always been called dodgems, haven't they? Hmm. Although some people call them bumper cars, so oh, depending right. on whether you you go on something that's advertised as bumper cars or dodgems, um, might dip, you know, because do you go on the bumper cars and... Per- you, I suppose you can try and hit people. You try and get your friends, don't you? Try and, that's the point of it, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought so, but if they're called dodgems, then that suggests that you're just supposed to avoid each other. Yeah. I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with the dodgems one, I think. And you'd be right. Amazing. Yeah, um, so yeah, just be very careful. I mean, I don't know whether it's you meant to dodge on a dodge or bump on a bumper car or what the difference is. Do you think Ant McTart-Partland's been too uh, <laughs> bullied recently? <laughs> so that's all he's, been, all he's doing nowadays. <laughs> he's probably still allowed practice. to drive a bumper car, to be fair. Probably, yeah. Um, so in 2003, what did the British Legion encourage? Was it... Not to not to sell pins when not to give people a pin when they're buying a poppy, so they make sure they don't stab themselves. Or was it not to sell poppies to people under the age of ten because there's small pieces in a poppy and it could cause a choking hazard? Okay. Um, again, I think the pins thing. I, uh, you're talking about the whole the big British legions in the whole thing. 
Uh, yeah. Or just like one small part of it, like one down the road, for example. Or... Uh, I'm led to believe it was kind of a, a larger, larger yeah. scale. Um, well, I, I can't remember pins being thing. banned, and there's not that. There's not loads and loads of other ways to stick on a poppy. Unfortunately, I mean, I've seen magnets and stickers and yeah. all sorts of things, but I, I'm going to go with the second one, the choking one. I think so that uh, makes more sense to me. You would be wrong. Oh. Oh, see, again, I've seen the pins, but yeah, maybe, oh. maybe not every British Legion took that on board. No, no. Uh, but so Guidance did go out in 2003 saying um, try not to issue pins with poppies because you might stab people with them. It's not yeah. like they're giving away balloons, is it? I mean... Well, no, well, <laughs> <laughs> well so it's, people are going to use a pin to pop the balloon. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, that, that was something that they, they pushed out. Um, Yorkshire. We're into Yorkshire now. In 2011, the East Riding Council banned people from doing what on the beach? Was it having a barbecue because it prevents a fire risk? Or flying kites, as it uh, uh, as it proposed, a choking risk. Oh, a choking risk. Mm, in case you get tangled. Oh, strang- or, or strang- can, can get tangled up with people. Uh, a strangulation risk, I yeah. suppose. Yeah, because I'm going to say, who eats kites? Oh, so, oh, so, oh, I do apologise. Oh, yes, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, yes, if, if you're stupid enough <laughs> to try and eat a kite, accidentally then... open your lunchbox and yeah. start eating your kites rather yes. than your sandwich. Yeah. yeah. But I think, is, is it called choking if it kind of gets stuck around your neck? Or, yes, I suppose strangulation is probably the <laughs> You, you got, one. got confused and instead of flying your, your kite, you flew, you flew your quaver. Yes. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, I, I remember once you was hit on the head by an apple when you was eating uh, eating a bag of quavers. Do you remember what's that? that? What's that going to do with just, flying just kites or barbecues? Yeah. <laughs> that was at school, by the way. I remember that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, you you couldn't have been eating any more comedy crisps than quavers because as it hit you, the quavers all floated around you yeah. rather than just dropping to the floor. It's a shame it's not a heavier crisp to take <laughs> the moment away faster. <laughs> anyway, um, so I'm going to go... Uh, the first one again was... Uh, having barbecue on the beach. There's lots of water around if, if anything went wrong, yeah. generally. Good point. Um, I mean, East Ridings, we're talking possibly like places like... Uh, we're talking sort of like Claythorpe's at Hull, right, like okay. area. All yeah. right, okay, fair enough. We'll go... Let's let's go with the choking hazard one, this, the kite one. You'd be right. Oh, yes, thanks. Doing, doing well, yeah? Yeah. What if the kite lands on a barbecue? And then exactly, set on fire, yeah. yeah that's yeah. probably why you don't they want it. Probably, that, if anything, they should stop the barbecues first, then stop the kite flying. Yeah. Make more sense. Imagine that's just a burning kite being flown around through the air. Yeah. Only Chinese land. But I suppose without a kite, there's one less fire risk uh, on your barbecue. Good point. Um, And the sand. You can use sand to put out fires. Oh, yeah, of course. That'd be, yeah, perfect conditions for having a barbecue. (laughs) It's probably the safest place to possibly do it. Um, So, uh, in Yorkshire again, uh, 2013, what did a Yorkshire council ban for tenants in high rise buildings? Was it doormats? Should have been cladding. Yeah, well, yeah. Indeed, it should. Well, combustible cladding anyway. Yeah. Nothing wrong with normal cladding that's safe. Yeah. Um, so what did they ban? Was it doormats uh, outside because it's a trip hazard when you're trying to evacuate the building? Or all plants and flowers in communal areas in case residents have allergic reactions to them? Okay. Doormats. I have tripped over doormats before. They can be hazardous. Doormats can be hazardous. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Um, but whether it's worth banning them because, they're, you know, they're, are they really that risky? Uh, and then the other one about having plants, yeah, I suppose people do have allergies and so on. But again, it seems a bit over the top. I'm going to go with the doormat one, I think. Banning doormats, uh, you'd be right again. Doing very well today. Yeah, good, uh, good performance from you, Jimba. I think you've only got one See, wrong. This, is, so this is why it's a it's a safety uh, and health podcast because I'm getting all the answers right. Yeah, you, you've, you've you can tell I've up. done you can tell I've done all my risk assessments mm-hmm. by getting these. There's no doormats when you walked in. Did you notice that? No. There's no plants in the corner. Well, this is my I've, house. I haven't. Stuff, yeah. I've not yet attempted to fly a kite in the house. Yeah. 
so Kate, Kate Legg from Brehampton was told off in a McDonald's in 2013. Why was she told off? Was she using a disabled toilet and she wasn't disabled and McDonald's said that they're not insured for such usage? Or was she using her electric scooter in a drive-thru which is used for cars only? Okay. And I've always wondered that, whether you can go... Well, I've always actually wondered whether you can just walk through the drive-thru. And just yeah, why of, shouldn't you be able to? Uh, yeah. I, I, I've, always, I've always wondered. Yeah, and, 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 and certainly like a, if you're driving something, hmm. if it's a motorised thing, like you would, you'd always say you drive a motorised... Whereas if it was a bicycle, you'd ride a bicycle, yeah. you'd drive a bicycle. So for me, if you're on a motorised scooter, you should be allowed to. Hmm. I mean, how... Unless it's got like a, I suppose they have seats on them, so you can actually. Have you ever tried to drive after you've bought a McDonald's? It's it's not uh, particularly easy because everything goes careful, all over. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you're supposed to, you know, make sure they're safe and everything, but they end up all over the place, hmm. even in a car. So I can't imagine how difficult that is on a scooter. So you have a basket on the front to put them in, I think. Won't yeah, you? potentially. Chip straight in there. I'm gonna go then with um, because I think the motorized scooter thing. I think I think people should do that more often than this one person did. Hmm. I might go with the disabled toilet one, and and that being a bit of a petty sort of Jobsworth excuse that uh, someone in McDonald's might have made. Uh, and you'll be wrong. Oh. That was doing so well. Yeah, she told off for, work, for using the motorised uh, scooter in the drive-thru. I, I, I think she should be allowed to... I, I understand if the point went in the direction, if someone like drove the car straight into the shop, that would be <laughs> that would be unacceptable. I think you should be able to take anything through a drive-thru, including yeah. just walking through there. Why not? Potentially, yeah. I, I think if it's called a drive-thru, certainly anything that you can drive... Hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's probably some some exceptions to that rule. There's probably some things you can, a digger. Or, you yeah, know, uh, I'm on a digger kind of, and there's always height restrictions anyway. So. Yes, yeah. Um, so uh, another one from 2013. Here, uh, this must have been a very popular year for putting stupid health and safety laws in. Uh, Liverpool Council. What did they ban from the Liverpool Echo Arena for a gig by DJ Tiso? Oh, I'll be honest, I've never heard of. Did they ban people? So it's a bit of like a, a new T- raid. How do you say his name? Tiso? Taso? Oh, Taso. No, I have no, no idea. Uh, me neither. He's a DJ, apparently. The worst thing is I'm going to be for in a few weeks, and I have no idea what I'm going to be doing there. Right, okay. Well, let's uh, <laughs> let's, let, let's see. Um, so what did he ban? This is kind of like new rave type gig. Was it glow sticks, as they could break, and liquid in there could cause people to slip? Or did they ban people from wearing fluorescent vests so they wouldn't be confused for being a steward? I mean... I'm all up for banning fluorescent vests. I don't know about you. I, I don't think it's anything anybody needs to wear. I once climbed Mount Snowden wearing a fluorescent vest. <laughs> that's a fact. Yeah, but that, that's a safety thing, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Is it so you can get spotted if anything happens? Exactly that. But then again, in a rave, you might want to get spotted. Yeah. But then if everybody's wearing fluorescent vests, it's not going to help, is it? It's, it's not, indeed. You've got um, to, you're probably better off wearing something that's dark because you can stand out. So it's either fluorescent vests or these um, glow sticks. Yeah. I can they ban glow sticks from raves? They kind of it, it, it's 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 like banning soap from a bathroom, isn't it? Uh, you know that's just where they belong, isn't it? So I'm going to go with the, the 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 vest one, I think. And you would be wrong. Oh, yeah. They they weren't allowed to use glow sticks just in case they snapped, they broke, and uh, put liquid everywhere. So there we go. And uh, so one last question is in 2009. What did Wolverhampton Wanderers not do due to health and safety concerns? Uh, get promoted? Yeah. They have this time. Well, let's, let's, let's have a look. Did they get promoted but not have an open-top bus tour to celebrate winning the league due to health and safety reasons? Or did they not have a mascot for four games because the person inside the Wolfie the Wolf costume complained about overheating in his costume? Right. Now, 
I am the perfect person to speak to about this, as you know. Without going into too much detail, yep. I'm very experienced in the area of football mascotting. Is this why you picked this one out? It, it, well... I'm, I feel like qualified to talk about this. I'm really happy. You know when you got to talk about cricket last week? Yep. This is how I, f- I feel like you felt then. A little buzz inside you. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for returning the favour. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, uh, it does get very, very hot in there. And there can actually be fans built into these mascot costumes. Technically, you're only supposed to wear these costumes, because I've seen the inside of a costume, mm-hmm. for 20 minutes at a time. Uh, that's the, the the health and safety rule that is written on the costumes. That is often broken by most mascots I know because 20 minutes is not a yeah. long time when you've got job to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether this mascot was new and saw the rule and thought, you know what, I'm not doing that, or the fan broke, that could have certainly happened. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, the other one was that they'd, they'd um, got promoted and they want to have an open-top bus tour, but due to health and safety reasons, they decided not to have one. Oh, this is a this is a toughie. Um, and two thousand, I'm trying to think. In two thousand nine, were they? Prom- uh, uh, yeah, you've got no. You're not going to be able to remember that far back as to what they did or didn't do. In well, that yeah, and, and whether they were because were they, have they been in the Premiership for for a long for in the last ten years or so? Would you say I can't uh, I can't really remember. Probably. Or was it league, was seen. it a League One promotion to the Championship? I, I no really idea. don't know. Um, I think they've probably been in all three leagues in the last sort of ten fifteen years. Okay, and the, you know the Wolves mascot was once involved in incident with the three little pigs as well um, at a, another football club that has three pigs as a mascot. Sheffield United, the pigs. No, <laughs> hey, yeah. come on, come on. The, not them, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, it was someone. I think the the pigs were 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 picking on him or something. Uh, you know, as the yeah. wolf and three little pigs and all that, you know. <laughs> so I think the wolf pulled one of the heads off and kicked it into the crowd, and there was a lot of controversy <laughs> of it. You can Google it. That, that you can be, read it. Yeah. Um, and the the the, 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 the I think the mascot did get sacked as a result of it, possibly. Did he not just huff and puff and blow the house down? <laughs> <It would have laughs> That's what sense. he should have done. Yeah. Um, but no, I think then I, I'll go for the I'll go for the open top bus one because he's no mascot if he's complaining about getting hot in a mascot costume. You know, I, I'm a professional, so yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the first one, the open top bus one. Okay, and you'll be right. Yes, I'm glad I got that one right. I think I, I needed to. And final bonus question: uh, When at a temping bowling alley, uh, when should you take your shoes off? Is it not <laughs> not at all, and you should walk home <laughs> partly in your bowling shoes? Uh, and that's sort of a reference to Jimbo, who yesterday... So th- this isn't a real question, then. This isn't a real question, okay. no. Okay, so I went bowling um, in the... There's a, there's a Virgin Money Lounge in Sheffield, which is where anyone who's a Virgin customer... Um, and that means a you've customer. got a bank, uh, bank with Virgin Money, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, I didn't qualify for any other reasons. Yes. I do have a child and yeah. all that. Anyway, so, yeah, I went in there and, it, and because it was a work thing, they'd hired it out for us and all that. And it's a bit, they've got a bowling alley in there and loads of games and stuff. So uh, I set off my train and I started to run because I was a bit late for the train. Noticed that I wasn't, my, my shoes just weren't feeling the same as normal. <laughs> Looking down, I realised I still got my bowling shoes on. <laughs> and obviously when you're wearing black work trousers and a shirt and stuff, yeah. looks a little bit odd. Yeah, uh, but, but had I got close to the train, I would have just gone for it and left my work shoes because I wouldn't have missed that train for anything. Yeah. I wanted to get home. Yeah. So, but anyway, thank you. Have I passed the health and safety quiz? Are we health you, and you've safety? You've done very well. You've done very have well. Have we got the health and safety certification for our podcast? You have. Good stuff. Okay, so 
on to an interesting part of our podcast. And first of all, I want to do something um, that we... It's, it's the first time we've done this feature on the podcast, I believe. Or maybe we did it years and years and years ago when we first started podcasting. Headline of the week. I saw a great headline that is going to lead us into our regular, irregular feature, which I'm going to do today. And this is the health and safety um, risk part of the podcast, for sure. Actually, headline of the week comes from a show I used to called The Fish Tank that ran it, for 18 months. It does, it does, uh, yeah. And I didn't know if we did it on our podcast as well. I don't think so, it was a no. great. It was a great feature, so I thought yeah. we'd bring it back because I saw a great headline today, um, or the other day. It was on the independent um, Twitter account, and the headline was, Uranus smells like rotten eggs. Yeah, uh, well, you should, should open the window then, really, shouldn't you? <laughs> You've got to be careful what you eat. Yeah. Um, but with that in mind, I thought, and obviously they were really referring to the planet Uranus. Yes, uh, Uranus. It was a science sort of news story. Um, so I thought I would do a feature about what other planets smell like. Um, so are you ready for our game? I am, reluctantly. Our game is called Sniff Uranus. <laughs> so, um, you're looking a bit worried, Fisher. Yeah, the I game's am. called Sniff Uranus. Now, I, I thought that, you know, we mentioned last week uh, the podcast, the Naked Podcast, didn't we? Which actually started in Sheffield, hasn't it? That's where it's from. I didn't, I didn't realise that. Yeah, you thought it was a national thing, didn't you? But no, it's, a, it's, it's an actual Sheffield-based podcast oh, right. so bbc radio sheffield um journalists um are the ones that have started it off and i thought our podcast needed a bit more oomph to it we needed mm-hmm. to be a bit more touchy and feely um you're a bit worried again yep you've got looking concerned uh, and i've got your blindfold yeah uh, don't worry we're not going to do touchy feely this week we're going to do smell instead we're going to do smelly smelly possibly taste so oh, uh, you're okay for that. And with the game being called Sniff Uranus, what I want you to do is sniff some items that I have brought in, and I want you to tell me um, what the what. I want you to describe the smell. Can you are you okay to hold the uh, the iPad because I'm going to need both hands for this yeah. bit? Um, I, I'm going to tell me what planet. Describe the smell and then just tell me what planet you think it belongs to. Now, just to let you know what planets we're going with here. I've, I've not been able to get all of the planets because some of the planets don't actually smell like anything at all. How would no anyone atmosphere. know what they smell like anyway? Because no Scientists. Them. Science, right. isn't it? Science, right? All right, okay. So, uh, I want you to describe this, and I've included the moon in this as well, okay? Okay. Because they, they do know what the moon smells like, so I thought we might as well include that. So there's not there's not all of the planets, but that's what I'm going to do. So what I'd like you to do is put the head, is put your, um, blindfold, your, on. your blindfold on. Yep. So can you not see anything I can't see anything, which is going to make it quite difficult, because I don't really know where can I'm... You see where, I don't know where my microphone is, so... I, right, I can confirm he can't see anything because I've just uh, waved my uh, hand right in front of his face and there's no reaction or or anything at all. So uh, I'm just going to do this sort of really randomly. The, the trouble is I, I can't actually remember which bits I've got. Let me just uh, let me find it for you. This is making great podcasts, okay. isn't it? Yeah. So smell that then. Just, just there's, there's a. I'm going to give you a tissue in your hand. Yeah, you can't uh, see uh, because I'm trying to give it in. You can't. Yeah, okay. And I just want you to sort of sniff that tissue. You might have to move it around to properly get the smell. Because I'm not sure which part of the tissue it's on. But describe what you can smell, and then tell me what you can smell and what planet you think that smell belongs to. This tissue's a bit hard and crusty, Jimba. <laughs> um, I, I, oh. I don't really know what this smells like, to be honest. It's, I can smell something. It smells like a bit sort of a fresh summer breeze type thing. Mm, not quite. Like keep, pi- keep pine? Sneak, sniffing around. Open it, open it up a little bit and uh, keep sniffing. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a pine smell? Uh, not quite. Yeah. Can you keep, just keep, keep. Uh, you know, you know. Don't worry. There's nothing going to happen yeah. to you. Just keep... I, I, I don't know. You have to tell me. Okay. Did you get any any bleach in there? Did you smell any uh, bleach? I suppose, yeah, like pine fresh bleach. Yeah. So, uh, do you know what planet that might smell like? Um, I 
did he give options in terms of which planets it was, by the way, or just any planet? Okay, well, we'll go then. I think uh, I, I think it's going to be a colder planet if it's pine, so I'm going to say Neptune. Not quite, no. You are right with a colder planet. Uh, it's Jupiter. Oh. Apparently smells like ammonia, which oh. is a bit like what bleach yeah, sort of smells oh, God, like, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Ammo- well, ammonia's in piss, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. it's also in bleach as well. It's, right, okay. I think it's in everything like that, so yeah, there you go. But also... You might clean. <laughs> yeah. You might clean the toilet with bleach. Yeah. You might clean ammonia. You know what I mean. Anyway, so that's that one out of the way. I'll get that one out of the way. So you didn't get that one right. Uh, the next one, then. Are you ready for this? Yep. Um, you might be able to get some sounds as well. Okay. So I hope you're ready for this one. Are you ready? Yep. That well, that was just the sound of a bang. There that. you go. I can't really. Ah, what the hell is that? A party popper. Yeah. So sniff, please. <laughs> Well, it smells like sort of... We are sniffing poppers here on the yeah. Waste of Webspace podcast. I hope you're going to clean my bedroom up after um, <laughs> my front bedroom. Set the party popper off. Um, so, that, well, that smells like a burning smell, doesn't it? So, um, it's probably going to be a a really hot planet. So, I'm going to say it is um, Mercury. Surprisingly not. No, it's not Mercury. Um, it... Mercury doesn't have much of a smell at all, actually. Right. Because um, yeah. there's not much atmosphere. That is actually gunpowder is what is, is described as the, the moon smelling like. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. And I think it's due to the sort of the different solar waves that the sun, that the moon gets and the, all the stuff. I don't know, something scientific anyway. Oh, right, well. so, so there you go. But I had to set up a party popper to get that. Otherwise, it was either that or or setting off a firework. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't think that was, that was a particularly good idea. Uh, next, then... Um, this. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Just stand, sit still where you are. You won't need your hands for this one. Yeah. Uh. Oh! <laughs> uh, I can confirm that Jimbo just sprayed something in my face. Um, it smells like, it smells like an aftershave, really, doesn't it, of some form? Um. It, but what, in what, don't describe the smell? It smells more like women's perfume. Oh, okay, so is that helping a little bit? Um. Could you not tell me that I put a different shirt on as opposed to one that was clean on this evening? Um, it smells a bit like sort of flowery and rosy. Uh, I'm not sure if you can divulge what kind of perfume it is. Uh, well, you said it was ladies' perfume, ladies so perfume. does that help you with anything? Uh, well, there are various different ladies' perfumes, aren't there? D- does it help you dis- dis- deciding what planet it might belong to? Uh, the ladies' planet, which would be... There's no such thing as a ladies' planet, is there? I'd, I'd... Why would a planet be specific to do with a ladies' fresh Come on, planet? you can get it. Uh, well, Venus. There you go, yes, Venus. Smells of women. It doesn't smell of women, but it right. is. It, it, apparently there isn't much of a, a smell there either. But I thought that it might be a clue as to which planet it was, because women are from Venus, so maybe that's what we, Venus does smell like. Right, okay. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Um, is it, was that just an excuse to spray women's perfume on me? Yes. Right, okay. <laughs> and then you want to smell this one as well? Yeah, go, go on. Have I got that one? That feels a bit soft, that. That's, that smells like bleach as well. <laughs> well done, yes. Um, have you been banging around in the toilets for a while? Um, so that's a, a very bleachy smell, um, and I think that might be uh, Saturn. It's uh, it's not. It would be more like Neptune. It's a very, very sort of similar smell, uh, really, to the other one. Okay. The, the, the one said before. So again, it's bleach. Different type of bleach. I thought I'd go for a different smell. We had lemon. And yeah. <laughs> we had, um, try this one again, uh, because I've got this one. Right. Right. Can you Can you smell that? Not really. Now, on that one, there is supposed to be um, any ideas? No, I can't. I can't. I've got. I've got that many smells fired at me in the last <laughs> three minutes. I can't really the, work the out su- what this is. There's supposed to be petrol on that. I whacked petrol. it. On, I whacked it. On, <laughs> I whacked, 
<laughs> after you set off the, the party popper with a firework in the bottom of it. Gordon Bennett. I, I, look, I know it's an health and safety type podcast, but seriously. Can you think about what what planet might have a, a petrol, petrol sort of smell? I would have thought possibly Saturn with the rings and the fire there on it. There you go, exactly. Yeah. Uh, they couldn't actually get the uh, details of what Saturn smelt like because it's hard to get there and, and work that out. Uh, but they, one of the moon moons on Saturn or around Saturn apparently smells like petrol. Right. So I had to rub that on my car petrol tank, uh, you know, All the right. entrance to that, so just before I came in the house. Oh, thanks. Um, so that one's petrol. And then I think I have one more for you. Are you ready for this one? Okay. As First of all, just so the listeners can hear me uh, getting this. Now, what we need to do here is smell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, chocolate. Is that chocolate? Okay. Now, bite. <laughs> bite. <laughs> that might help you identify this one a bit more. It's a Mars bar, I think, isn't it? <laughs> Any idea what planet that might be? Well, Mars, but Mars bars don't smell like Mars. A Mars doesn't smell like a Mars bar, you does can, it? You can have the rest of that if you like. Well, I think when I, so, when I can see again. So feel free uh, to now take off your uh, blindfold. Uh, don't worry, I still have my clothes on. This hasn't yeah. turned into the naked podcast. You won't get any nasty surprises. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, there you go. How did how did you find uh, today's game of sniff Uranus? I think that was probably the worst ten minutes of my life. <laughs> well, I didn't I didn't get you to sniff Uranus, so that's nope. uh, that's that's perfectly fine because Uranus apparently smells like rotten eggs, and that was one thing I wasn't keen on bringing into your house. Yep. I wasn't sure what your wife would think of that, right. especially if she came in and uh, she said, "Oh, she smelt something from downstairs," and she said. Uh, Fisher, what's going up on up there? And I just shouted back. So right, he's just sniffing your anus. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be ideal, is it? Uh, my wife doesn't refer to. It's probably worth pointing out. My wife doesn't refer to me as Fisher. Oh, okay, fair enough. And... She uses your Sunday name. Yeah. And for anyone anyone listening, that last ten minutes did actually just happen. <laughs> well, you can't complain because you've got a, a Mars bar out of it. You know, you don't bring me Mars bars, do you? You just bring me beer. Um, anyway, um, so I think, um, where, where are we now in the podcast? After all that, um, after that bit of a bombshell of f- putting different smells under Fisher's nose, we don't know where we are, uh, we've got to the end of the podcast, which Fisher will be glad to know. Yep. Uh, he's been through it, this this podcast, haven't you? And, I, and I, what I worry about now is that he's going to try and get his own back and do equally. I'm going to be like Dave Benson Phillips and cover you in guns. <laughs> uh, so I think that's all we've got time for. But if you enjoyed that and if you want to... Uh, I didn't. <laughs> if anyone wants to tweet us, apart from Fisher, and tell us how he was disgusted with the last game, please do. Get in touch. You can tweet us at Waste of Webspace. Uh, yeah, or go to the website, which is uk. Facebook page. Facebook page, yeah. Um, there's loads of ways you can get in touch. You can speak to either of us if you want. Yeah, you can comment on SoundCloud, or you can write us a little review on um, iTunes, or yeah. whatever you listen to us on. Uh, we'd really appreciate that, and we'd always give you a shout-out. So, once again, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much, and see you next time. See you Goodbye. Ne- see you next time.